Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. Arise to your dominion. Don't tarry. It shall speak. Who am I speaking to? Pastor Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win. She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. This is your breakthrough hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. I'm going to run on with the word. I want you to stand with me today and turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1. And we're going to ask for your complete attention in the sanctuary, in the Zoom, on a Facebook Live, YouTube. I know it's pandemic and you're probably walking about and doing things, but I'm going to ask you to take this 30 minutes just to listen to the word and allow God to speak to you. Second Corinthians chapter 7, just one verse. He says, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you, God, because it's the anointing that makes preaching easy. And so, Father, I decrease now, and I pray that your Holy Spirit will increase in the house. Father, I pray that you will save that one nearest hell. And I pray, God, that, oh God, that one sinner will come home, uh, will give their life or his or her life to you on today. Father, bless the word, whether it is heard today or in the future. Bless those who listen to this word. And Father, I pray that there will be an accomplishment. This word shall not return void. And so, Father, I place this word before you now in Jesus name I pray amen amen you can give your neighbor my sermon title uh, you can high five your neighbor across the virtual sanctuary or you can put it in the Facebook chat uh, called to be different called to be different by way of homiletics three points uh, point number one let us cleanse ourselves point number two it is time to perfect holiness and point number three walk in the fear of God by way of introduction we're living in an epoch in which the world system has slowly seeped into the ecclesia it's a very challenging time for the believer because the influence of the world is tremendously impacting the church. However, the Almighty God has called the church to be set apart in a dark, dangerous, wicked, and corrupt world. But instead of embracing the call to be different, many believers are guilty of the temptation of trying to fit in. Called to be set apart, but trying to fit in. But Adonai, I came by to remind you that God wants us to be 
different. And so I dare you this afternoon to be different. I dare you to walk in holiness. I dare you to be different. I'll give you a brief synopsis of the text. The book of Corinthians is written to the church in Corinth. The believers had zeal, but they were carnal. You see, after he had written the first letter, in few months later, he had to write another letter because there was a small group of people in the Corinthian church that was opposing him. And as a result, there were many issues affecting the Corinthian church and some of them are but not limited to fornication and adultery incest false doctrine loss of respect for the apostle Paul and not supporting the apostle and dissension and heresy and divorce and the abuse of the Lord's supper and misuse of spiritual gifts you see the Corinthian church had zeal they had the gifts but they did not have holiness and so the apostle Paul is writing from Macedonia admonishing them that the way of holiness is this and he says having therefore these promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. And then he said, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. And so my first point is, let us cleanse ourselves. Turn to your neighbor and said, neighbor, it's time for me to cleanse myself. Come on, high five somebody and say, it's time for me to cleanse myself. You see, prior to instructing us to cleanse ourselves, the Apostle Paul speak of the promises that they have in Christ Jesus. Because God promised his presence and a special relationship to those who would obey him. However, in order to partake of the promises, they have a responsibility to fulfill. In order to have sweet fellowship with the Lord, one has to debunk themselves from all unrighteousness. First, the believers are expected to cleanse themselves by turning from everything that contaminates the body and the spirit. Because you see, Satan works over time to contaminate the body. Because the contamination of the body is the contamination of the church. And a, contam a contaminated Christian is a deadly Christian. And so in order for him to get to the church, he has to contaminate uh, different persons so that he can seep in through into the body of Christ to do his damage. So he's not coming to contaminate the walls and he's not coming to contaminate the benches. He's not coming to contaminate the speakers. He's not coming to contaminate the drums, but he's coming to contaminate the believer because where there is contamination, there is corruption. 
corruption. And when there is corruption, we know that it's going to affect the move of God. So how does he contaminate the body of Christ? There are a couple things that he has done, but I'm just going to do the first three. He can contaminate the body through sexual immorality. He can contaminate the body through over excessive love for money. He can contaminate the body because of evil and corrupt communication. He can contaminate the body by false doctrine. And he can contaminate the body by dissension and division. Sexual immorality is on the rise. The two biggest pressure is sex and money. Anyone can consider themselves to be a believer, but look at how they use their God-given sexual desires and their money. You see, having casual sex with friends and stranger is not acceptable by the church and it's not acceptable by God but we're living in an era where sexual immorality is seriously impacting the church we're in a dispensation where many believe it's okay to live with the partners outside of the confines of marriage uh, many believe it's okay uh, to have sex on a regular basis and still participate in church. Uh, it's an harmless, it's har it seems harmless, but in fact it is devastating and it is destructive. Uh, it looks like a hidden uh, pleasure, but beneath the surface there are some damaging effects because once you begin to engage in this type of uh, uh, problem, uh, in this type of issue, once you begin to engage in it, there are serious repercussions that take place uh, you see it can leave you broken and it can leave you to go further because my, maybe you didn't intend to have any children with that guy and it pushes sometimes uh, the person to commit abortion and there are some emotional disturbances and codependency and so if we expect to move forward of a church we got to understand that sexual immorality is devastated. Uh, we got to change our appetite for it. For the Bible said to flee from sexual immorality. He says every sin that the person done outside of the body, uh, you know, it may affect you. But he said, but sexual immorality, uh, that is sinning against your body because when you shack up with Tom, Dick and Harry the Holy Ghost has to find somewhere else to go and I know we're living in an era where it is a time when many you say truth is relative but I'm not here to tell you my truth I'm not here to tell you somebody else's truth but I'm here to tell you the absolute truth I'm here to tell you the truth from the throne room of heaven 
We gotta clean up the church. We gotta clean up the house. Oh, good God Almighty. If you're shacking up and you're listening to me, you gotta tell your partner, oh baby, it's time you put a ring on it. Come on, it's time you put a ring on it. Adonite Ministries, I come to preach to you that God wanna use this church. But we gotta get rid of sexual immorality. I said, come out. I said, come out. Come out of Zion. He says, touch not the unclean thing. Don't touch it. Adonai, don't touch it. Get up. I said, get up. I said, get up. Get out of that bed. Tell Mr. Tall, dark and handsome that it's time we take it to another, another level. I said, tell him. I said, tell her now. Tell her. Tell him. You're watching my Facebook Live. I said, tell your partner. It's about time you put a ring. I need a ring. I need a ring. Cause I gotta serve God. It's time. The other problem we're facing is the love for money in this dispensation. Ah, glory be to God. The drive for money is affecting our spiritual walk. For the Bible emphatically states that money, you see, answer all things. But he said within itself, uh, it is not money that is evil, but it's the love for money that is evil. The love for money has created a distraction in the body of Christ. And there's no little time, uh, you see, for the things of God. Uh, but the Bible says, what does it profit the man if he gains the world? Uh, but he loses shoulder. And so he says in Matthew 6, 33, he says to seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything that is will be added unto you. Adonai ministries, God wants us to occupy until he come. But all he's saying, when I begin to bless you, Adonai, don't forget the kingdom. He's saying, Adonai, I'm a bless some of you. But you see, while I'm downloading in your bank account, you gotta keep it real. And you gotta keep it moving. You gotta make sure that you create a balance. Good God Almighty, we only occupy in until he comes. And so while you're occupying, make sure that your calling is on election shore. God is gonna bless you. He's gonna bless you, Adonai. I know this is a blessed church. I've been so blessed since I've been a part of this ministry. God has given 
open assets but I say God for Paul says lest I preach to others and I become a castaway and so I say God open my eyes that I keep my eyes on the prize while you're blessing me oh God keep me humble every day I say God keep me humble God keep me humble keep me at the place don't let the money don't let the stuff let me get big-headed but God Almighty God Almighty don't let me change let me love you like I never loved you before let me love the things of God like I never loved it before I say God keep me humble no matter what you give me I say keep me humble keep me humble God keep me humble I know some of you are saying it because God is blessing you some of you are saying God I want you to keep me I want you to keep me remind me when I live in a two-bedroom remind me when I didn't have no car remind me unless I forget get sent to me lest I forget lest I forget I don't want to forget when I got to fake it before I make it take my furs take my shoes I gotta fake it but now I can wear it I'm not gonna pop no style not gonna forget not gonna forget I'ma hold my back I'ma praise my car I'ma walk in my shoes and I'ma dance Keep me God. I say keep me God. I didn't say keep me God. Keep me God. Because God is gonna bless some of you. If you didn't get it yet, mark this message. And remember, I told you, but this is a blessed church. One of the anointing that flows in this church is prosperity. Sometimes I don't testify too much. But if I testify, some of you would think you're in bed in. But sometimes I hold back because I don't think some of you are ready for it yet. But I come by to tell you, this is a blessed house because I've been trying it since 2009. And everything I give God, he says like he said, Camille, that's all you got? You ain't got nothing bigger. Anything I give him, any project I give him, when demons stand up strong, he just said, give me pass. Get out of her way. It's her time now. Good God Almighty, can I tell you the secret? Keep your eyes on the kingdom. Don't be distracted 
But keep it on the kingdom. Messing up the church. Ah, so he's writing to them and he's telling them what's messing up the church. The other thing that is messing up the church is the big G. Uh, gossip is destroying the church. For the Bible said that the tongue is an unruly member. I want you to know, Adonai, that words have power and words have life. And you see, when you utilize your vernacular to slander someone, those are harsh words that you can't take back. And listen how James put it. He says, behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships which thou, though they be so great and are given of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a small helm, whithsoever the governor listeth. He says, even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. He says, behold how great a matter a fire kindled. And he says, the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. He says, so is the tongue among members that it defileth the whole body and set it on fire, the course of nature and set on fire of hell. He says, for every kind of beast and birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamer. And he says, and hath been tamed by mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. He says, therewith we bless God and even the Father, and therewith we curse men, which are made after the similitude of God. For he says, out of the same mount proceeded blessings and cursing. He says, my brethren, these things are not to be so. He says, doth a fountain send forth the same place, sweet water and bitter. You see, the enemy is using ah, the tongue to mess up the ecclesia. Ah, some hurtful words, some lies, some rules, some rumors, ah, some carry, go bring come, especially in this COVID-19 where you got no to go and nothing to do sometimes and so you begin to say things ah you say things ah that hurt yeah 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 it hurt and it cuts because you see words ah in Jamaica they say sticks and stones ah may break my bones 
they say words cannot, but they lie. I think they should have reversed it because when you begin to talk about somebody and you begin to slander them and you begin to spread lies and rumors, it affects the church. If you see somebody and you say something to them, it can bring discouragement. It can invoke the spirit of discouragement instantaneously. You can speak to somebody and they can change their minds about the almighty God. You can speak to somebody and they want to kill themselves. Yes, yes, yes. You can speak to somebody and they leave your presence disappointed. You can speak to somebody and they feel oppression. Oh, good God Almighty. You can become manipulative. Oh, yeah, you can use your words as a weapon. Oh, to drive division. You can use your words as a weapon to drive a wrench in the ecclesia. You can use your word as a weapon to mess up the church. But God is saying we got to cleanse ourselves from contamination. And so Adonai, we got to cleanse ourselves from malice. We got to cleanse ourselves from backbiting. We got to cleanse ourselves from false accusation. We got to cleanse ourselves from heresy. Oh yes, cleanse ourselves from all unrighteousness, secret sins, and carnal weakness. We got to cleanse ourselves for speaking, using incantation. Cleanse ourselves. I say cleanse. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sometimes you say harsh things and you speak out of anger against your brethren. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you will say, she's not preaching to me. But go back down in memory lane. Find who hurt you. What did you say? If you say anything and it's not godly, you gotta say, God, I repent. I repent. Come on, church. This is not a performance. We come to clean up church. God is getting ready to take this church higher and deeper. That's why the warfare is deadly. But I'm gonna stand at a night. I just want you to stand with us. We're not perfect. When you find somebody who's perfect, bring them to me. I wanna go to their church. I wanna worship in their church. But while you're in Adonai, you better pick up the beam out of your eye before you pick it out of someone else's eye. I, I want to be a witness 
You can take what is wrong and make it right. I want to get to holiness. I want to get to holiness. But if your hand offend you, cut it off. If your foot offend you, chop it off. It is better to get into heaven with one hand. If your circle is bad, step on, step on, step on. We're cleaning up church. We're cleaning up church. We're cleaning up church. Adonai Ministries is clean up time. I want to get to holiness. Call to be different. Call to be different. I said we call. We call. We're not perfect. But if I can find a real Christian who understands how to say sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I offended you. But we only have in church. Let's keep it moving. Not about satire. I said, lift your hands, give your neighbor high five, and say we only have in church. We only have in church. I said we only have in church. I said give your neighbor a high five. I said we only have in church. Walk around in your virtual sanctuary. Walk around in your bedroom. Go to your family member. I said we only have in church. You come to our church. I come to our church. says after you cleanse yourself from all these unrighteousness he says it's time to perfect holiness so what is holiness you say we're living in an era when it seems as if everyone has their own standard of holiness you say we cannot define holiness through our human lenses we must define holiness according to God's standard. Because in 1 Peter 1.16, he says, You shall be holy, for I'm holy. And holiness in the New Testament means to be set apart. In the Old Testament, holiness was generally connected with God's perfection. You see, holiness is synonymous to righteousness righteousness literally means in right standing with God it has to do with one's status with the almighty God holiness means sacredness or purity you got to be in good 
standing with God. So if you've done some things and you didn't repent of them and you didn't talk about them and you didn't ask God for forgiveness and try to turn, then you're not in right standing with God. You have some debts that you have to pay, some sin debt that you have to tell God that he needs to clear. The word for holy is Kodesh. And it means apartness. It means sacredness or separateness. The idea is that God is totally different from us. He's a spirit. And if you're going to worship God, you got to worship him in spirit and in truth. And you see, according to Romans, the part uh, of that growth toward holiness is not being conformed to the world. It's an ongoing lifetime process called sanctification or to be set apart for holy use. So the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter writes, he says, as obedient children do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance but as he who called you is holy you also need to be holy in conduct since it is written you shall be holy for I'm holy he says, you're like living stones built up as spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. He says, since we are called to be holy as God is holy, he says, although not to be the same in the same extent, of course, but he wants you to come up to his standard. He says, we should put away all malice, deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander. This is 1 Peter 2 verse 1. He says, the church is a chosen race, a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light so we should live a life of holiness as much as it is possible to do so Mm, but I come and tell you that if we expect to see a move of God, we got to get back to holiness. Uh, he says in the text, we got to perfect it. Uh, you got to perfect holiness. You know what that means? When you perfect something, it means you make it flawless, faultless, and seamless. He says he commands us to be holy. Holiness is an action. 
portion word. He says, go and be holy. It means every day you're trying to be holy. At Monday, you're trying to be holy. On Tuesday, you're trying to be holy. On Wednesday, you're trying to be holy. When Thursday come, you're still trying to be holy. Uh, every day of the week, you're trying to be holy. Every hour of the day, you're trying to be holy. God said, be holy. God give the church a commandment. He said, be holy. If you're gonna stay together, the only way you can stay together and get to heaven is if you're holy. And if you're gonna be holy, you gotta become like little children. Little children, don't keep record of wrongdoing. They don't remember. Little Johnny don't remember. He said to little Marky, let us go play. But he didn't remember that little Marky hit him in the eye yesterday. Some of us have too much record. We gotta go back in memory lane and clear the record. You gotta wipe the record. Clear. You gotta clean up the record. You can't live right because you got animosity. You can't live right because you're still bitter you can't live right because you're still angry can't live right because you still hold it against the person but I come by to tell Adonai bring it up bring it out we say out out any wrong anything we have done I Pastor Camille Mackenzie forgive you can you forgive me can we all keep it moving come on out of night go down in memory lane and say I repent sin of commission sin of omission anything I done anything I say anywhere I've been that I should have been I shouldn't have been rather I say God it is me again standing in the need of prayer but I want to get to holiness. I want to get to holiness. Adonai, come up higher. Let's go deeper. Let's go forward. Oh God, put it aside. Put your difference aside. Put your anger aside. Put your malice aside. Let's work, you know. So let's work it out. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? I said, Who am I talking to? I know that I'm talking to somebody.
said, I deny the time is short. The time is short. Make your calling an election short. Get his walking. Good God Almighty, I deny it's holiness time. It's righteous time. I want to get my account right with God. But you better get right with God. Come and do it now. Get right. Get right. Church, get right. Praise team, get right. Men's, get right. Women, get right. You leaders get right. Come on. Get right. I say get right. I say get right. I dare this church to get right. At a night. Get right. Don't worry about the pandemic. But God says he will bless. The righteous, there's a blessing for the righteous. There's a blessing for the righteous. I say, get right, get right. You need a miracle, get right. You need a breakthrough, get right. You need a deliverance, get right. You need your victory, get right. Husband get right, wives get right, children get right, men get right, boys get right. I call the church to get right, get right, get right. I pray we'll all be ready. I said I pray we'll all be ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? Get it right, get it right, get it right. He said, Perfect holiness. I'm not going to close soon. He said, perfect holiness. It's time out of now. We perfect holiness. Perfect holiness. Make your holiness flawless and faultless and seamless. He said, perfect holiness. I want this church to perfect holiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect it. And then he says, walk in the fear of God. And I'm coming home. You see, many confuse the fear of God with being afraid of God. And God does not want us to be afraid of him. But he wants us to fear him. God is... Godly fear isn't the same as fear of a tyrant or a dictator. But what does it mean to fear God? 
To fear God is to reverence him in awe. To fear God is doing what is pleasing to him and not what is pleasing to others. To fear God is to understand the seriousness of our sin and the damage it causes. To fear God is absolute reverence and awe for an almighty God, the creator of all things. You see, in the, in the Bible we get a glimpse into heaven and we see the heavenly creature worship him around his throne continually and just crying out. We study this in Revelation. All they say is holy, holy, holy. But they have such a respect for the almighty God. This is the angelic host. This left an indelible mark when I did Revelation that they cover their faces. That's how much honor and respect that they have. Uh, when Isaiah saw him, Isaiah, all Isaiah could say is, Woe is me, for I am undone. For my eyes have seen the king of glory. And then God had to take the coal and put it on his lips because Isaiah said I can't even step in the presence because I am not worthy to step in the presence of God because he is a holy God and so he had a, a fear not afraid but a fear a reverential a reverence for God and the things of God uh, the church is lacking fear of God maybe afraid of God but not fearing God and so uh, we don't treat God as if we have a reverential fear of him but I want this church to get back to the place where we fear God uh, where we reverence God uh, where we honor God uh, where we understand that he is God and because he's God we can't give him any praise and because he's God we can't give him any worship you see when Jesus went to the house of this particular man you see what they did they didn't give him anything to wash his feet. They didn't give him anything, uh, any form of custom. But the Bible said that Mary came, she broke the bottle, and then she began to worship him because they dishonored him. I think the church need to come to a place where the world they can do their injustice to reverential fear but I believe the church of the living God must come back to a place where we fear God where we understand who he is and because we understand who he is, we reverence him. It means we respect him. 
It means we honor him. It means we give him the highest honor that we can give him. Some of us need to get back to the place where we honor God with our mouths. Honor God with our bodies. Honor God with our temple. Adonai Ministries, it's time to honor him. It's time to reverence him. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. But without holiness, no man shall see God. God is calling the church to be different. Adonai, I dare you to be different. I say, come out, touch not the unclean thing. Bring back fear, 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 fear of God, fear of God. Some of us need to prostrate and say, God, put me back on the altar because I have dishonored you. God, forgive me, forgive me, God, forgive me. I want to do a restart. I want to do a reset. I want to do a refresh. I've been distracted in this COVID, but oh God, I hear you speaking and call. I want to take it higher, God, I want to take it deeper, oh God Almighty, I honor you, I lift you up, I exalt you, I repent from my sins, secret sins and carnal weaknesses, put me back for the potter wants to put me back together again God I said break the church break the leadership break the musicians break let there be a breaking in the church I said break Holy Father I appeal from this pulpit, break the church. I said, bread, and then mold us, make us. I said, God, break and deny, break us, break us for the next level. Good God Almighty, good God Almighty. Let holiness come. Holiness come. Let holiness come. Let righteous come. Righteousness exalt the nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness 
Righteousness, holiness, for without it, no man shall see God. Ribandaba, Rabababosa, Rabababase, Ribababasata, Robosa, Mekosata, Ribosa, Robo, Ribo, Nosa. Clean me up, God. Clean me up. I said, clean me up. Clean me up. Clean me up. I said, clean me up. Clean me up. No cosa. Robosa. Riboka. Wanna get to holiness. Wanna get to holiness. I wanna get to holiness. I wanna get to holiness. Let that grace fall on the church now. Let the grace of holiness come on this church now. Let that grace begin to move now. I said that grace in the Zoom. Let that grace on the Facebook. Let that grace. Let that grace. I said that grace. That grace. The grace of holiness. Let that grace, let that grace, right there we're going to close. You got something to talk to God. The Bible says, he that say have no sin is a liar. Truth is not in him. We're not about self-righteousness. We're about God's righteousness. In this moment, and this is for those who really, truly want to. If you don't want it, it's okay. In this moment, I'm going to close. Why? Because there's power in holiness. When there is a holiness, the anointing flow. And holiness holds the glory of God. When David sinned, he said, God. Don't take your holiness. Don't take your spirit from me. He said, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit. Uh, because something messed me up. Uh, but I need a right spirit. Uh, uh, and so we want our glory to stay with us. So I'm going to do this. It's very unconventional. You're in your virtual sanctuary. I'm going to ask everybody to kneel. Oh, we gonna pray to God, and uh, you know what you sin against God about. And I'm gonna ask you to sit and kneel and say, God, you alone I sin against, and done this evil in your sight. I'm gonna ask you to kneel, and I'm gonna ask you to talk to God. Reboshaya, have a little talk with Jesus right there on your knees. Have a little talk with Him. Reboshaya. Oh, Koriboshaya, 
just go ahead and talk nobody has to know what it is Raboshi Raboshi Naribokoshaya Horiba Naughty DB Sikuna Mashekute Horibokoshaya Makaribokoshaya Rabushi Kuribosha We repent from secret sins and carnal weaknesses. We repent from fornication. We repent from adultery. We repent, God, from every wickedness, gossip. We repent from backbiting. We repent, oh, ribokshataya, for slandering. We repent, God, for robbing you. We repent for the things that we say out of our mouths that were not godly. They were not nice things. We repent. God of grace, have mercy upon us. And Father, we surrender our entire life to you. Forgive us our sins, secret sins, and carnal weaknesses. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple, to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one 
9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives for the kingdom of God. 